0: you got to slow down and pull your head up. You got to look up and take the blinders off and look around at your life, right? Because – The universe, God, spirit, whatever you believe in is going to give you what you want. So what have you gotten in the last 10 years? And is it because you're somebody who always says no? Is it Mm -hmm. because you're somebody who has your palms down, not your palms up in terms of receiving or being open to whatever it is that's coming your way? A lot of the blocks or the closed doors that you find yourself meeting are a direct reflection of how you're showing up in your space.
1: You're listening to What's The Lesson, a podcast where we shift your WTF moments into WTL moments and learn together how to transform your life and relationships through social-emotional learning. We're your
0: hosts, Jill and Mary, social-emotional learning experts and the co-founders of Girls Mentorship, a personal growth and development company for teen and tween
1: girls. In each episode, we'll explore the five competencies of SEL, self-awareness, self-management, social awareness, relationship skills, and responsible decision-making, and share practical tips, stories, and strategies for building these skills in ourselves and others. Whether you're a
0: parent, educator, or just looking to improve your own social emotional well-being, this podcast is for you. Join us as we navigate the exciting and sometimes challenging world of SEL and discover the power that emotional intelligence has to transform our lives and communities. What's up, Lessonators?
1: The listeners. <laughs> That's
0: so fun. I mean, how
1: we really came up with that.
0: I mean, we're punny people. We love a good acronym. We love a good <laughs> pun. If you know me, I love a good dad joke. Um, I think one of our favorite qualities about ourselves is the fact that we laugh so much. So <laughs> the fact that we can like weave in some of our favorite music from back in the day to what we're doing today and have it create a ripple effect, I'm here for it. Oh
1: my gosh, I totally agree. Warren G. would be so proud of us that we <laughs> turned maybe maybe one of his greatest all-time hits into um a, a teachable a teachable moment
0: a teachable <laughs> moment i'm sure he has a lot of those if you don't get the um the pun it's from warren g's regulators um if you don't know that song we're going to challenge you to go just type that into the old youtube and um listen it's it's a
1: classic it
0: is it's
1: so regulators good. mount up man and i know all the words it's one of those songs that i can't remember a lyric to save my life nowadays but that song comes on and it just brings me back. <laughs> that's so funny. There's always those memes going around on social media that's like, can't
0: remember what I had for breakfast last night, but some song from the 90s comes on and I know every word. It really is
1: true. I can't even remember my kid's birthday, but play some like 90s, early 2000 songs. I'm all over it. That's so funny. <laughs> Burned into our brain. It's true. It's a memory. It is. Um, how are you?
0: Uh, I am doing well. Thank you for asking. We are just into April, which is wild, Um, wild. but we're chugging right along. A nice little recap of the year. If y'all don't remember, I quit my full-time job right at the end of December, uh, literally the 30th or the 31st, to go full-time within this business. And it's been challenging and hard. And there's been a lot of tears, but there's also been so much clarity in our mission and vision. And there's been a lot of wins and there's been a lot of pivots and just things that we're really, really proud of. So I have no regrets in terms of the decision that I made. And I wasn't of the thought process that it was going to be all rainbows and butterflies.
1: Totally. And being on the opposite end, I, 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 that was a big decision that we both made together. And, you know, in my mind, my expectations were like, we're going to just be smooth sailing, baby. <laughs> Easy, breezy, beautiful, cover girls. 100%. And it really has challenged us. I love that we get to teach this work to girls around having... A growth mindset. We're gonna we're gonna get into that a little bit later here, but the fact that we get to practice daily what we preach is um, a true testament of the work. That it doesn't stop at a certain age, or you're you're never too old. You're never too old to practice. So the fact that we get to use um, going full time all in on this business as an example for us to then turn around and reach our hand back and use examples of what we've gone through, it is really cool. And I am really proud of us. Um, and I, I love what you said.
0: You know, we obviously had to have a growth mindset in order to make the decision that we did because if we had what is the opposite of a growth mindset, which is a scarcity mindset going into this, I don't think this business would really ever exist anyways, right. but we certainly wouldn't have made the decision to, take the leap because it is. That's what it is. It's a leap of faith. There are no guarantees. I mean, there's no safety net. There's no plan B. Um, This works or it doesn't. And we're of the mindset that it works because it not working isn't an option on the table for us. The work we're doing is way too important um, for girls not to have access to. These conversations are way bigger than Jill and I. Um, this, This mission, this vision that we have outgrew us the second we spoke it into existence. So if we were to have a scarcity mindset, we would be in that box, that comfort zone that mm-hmm. says, don't take a risk. Don't step outside the lines because you are going to be in danger. Danger, Will Rogers, danger. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it is so true. And I, I just want to call out because having a fixed mindset or a scarcity mindset it does. It keeps you small, and we also—I mean, I should—I should speak for myself. I really feel like if we were in a position to to not be good in this job, I really do feel like we would know that it—that this just wasn't our thing. That this wasn't our time. This was a great idea, but it, it's just not it. But it's leading us to the next thing. But there is not a shadow of a doubt in my mind that we're meant to do anything different so what i want to say in that is there are times and places where you are going to have to question your ability to pivot or to change or to stay where you are a little bit longer so that the next opportunity is for you um but in our circumstance in our situation this is it for us we know our talent we know our skills we know our abilities However, it's just the business. It's the business that is like we're trying to plug all of the puzzle pieces together for it all to flow in such a beautiful way.
0: And for those of you wondering if I hung out just a little bit longer, like Jill just said, yes, Mm -hmm. the answer is yes. I basically gave the longest notice ever in (laughs) 12 months. I said, in 12 months from now, I'm quitting. (laughs) And you know that goes certain ways with certain bosses, but I worked for a a small company and they were happy that I gave them the lead time. They were so sad to hear the news, even if it was a year in advance, which I don't necessarily recommend doing that because you get to a point of mental exhaustion and wanting to throw in the towel, I would say 90 days out. I mean, my last three months of working at my job, knowing what the finish line looked like for me were very hard to continue to want to show up. However, I'm also a huge woman of my words. And saying that I was going to stick it out really meant something to me. And I know it meant something to um, my previous employer as well. They supported the heck out of me. They supported the heck out of Jill in this decision. And we were terrified, we still are terrified. (laughs) So I'm not, I I don't wanna paint this picture like we had all of our ducks in a row before making this decision because we didn't. And and maybe you would before you did, but like I said, there are no guarantees. And I think that's where a growth mindset is really, really, really integral in knowing that you can make it work. So first off, how do you know if you're one versus the other, Mm -hmm. right? We suggest this in a lot of different areas, but it's so poignant and so applicable to a lot of different areas. You got to slow down and pull your head up. You got to look up and take the blinders off and look around at your life, right? Because – The universe, God, spirit, whatever you believe in is going to give you what you want. So what have you gotten in the last 10 years? And is it because you're somebody who always says no? Is it Mm -hmm. because you're somebody who has your palms down, not your palms up in terms of receiving or being open to whatever it is that's coming your way? A lot of the blocks or the closed doors that you find yourself meeting are a direct reflection of how you're showing up in your space.
1: And what you speak into existence, I love that you call that out because what you practice grows stronger. And we love to say, pick your head up because that allows you to start being aware of like assessing assessing being aware of your world and and who's in your world and how you're speaking your words into existence and what's surrounding your environment it's so important to actually take inventory of that but when life is happening to you you are allowing life to happen to you when a growth mindset and really the practice because it really it, it if you haven't practiced this type of mindset it takes it takes one little thing and then one little thing turns into a a, a, a bigger thing and then it's like a snowball um, but you have to you you have to be aware of of what it is that you're calling in because if you're calling in well You know, it's just my life sucks and I've had this, that, and the other really happen to me, then that's what you're going to continue to call in.
0: Well, and it's a process of refinement. So I think about it in terms of like our lives, mine specifically. I can remember 25, 26, 27-year-old Mary being a victim of her circumstances, right? everything happened to me. Not there was not one single thing that I could take personal responsibility for and be like, "Yep, definitely had a hand in that." And that like that is such a fixed mindset because I'm always looking to point the finger at somebody else. And I'll never forget attending my first personal growth and development conference. And it was so needed. I I can't even believe I was in the room at such a poignant time because I walked away with my head up and my eyes like they, Whoa. I, they, somebody like taped my eyelids open. I was like. This the first
1: time I'm actually <laughs> seeing the world.
0: Oh, oh my. It didn't change right then, there. Right. It didn't change. Nothing really changed besides the fact that I was leaving. An event with an event high. It was then up to me to really put the systems and processes in place for change to happen. And you're confronted with things on your on a daily basis um, that will challenge this new mindset that you're trying to implement. And it's how you respond to those things that will tell you if you are on the right track or not. So if something minor happens in your day and you're just knocked off and you don't feel like getting back up and trying again, there's your sign. How are you responding? responding to negativity in your life because we're not going to disband negativity. Things are going to happen all day every day and we have a choice in that in responding or reacting. And not every situation is something that you can respond to. There are gut reactions that will happen to bad news or or you name it. However, a lot of the time we have a responsibility over our responses and we can take the time to give them, you know, a proper response rather than flying off the handle or quitting Mm -hmm. or Mm -hmm. sitting down on ourselves. And I, I feel like that's like the first major thing that you need to assess or look at within your life. How are you reacting to certain situations? Is it a reaction? Is it a gut reaction? Or are you taking the time to actually look at what's going on, and respond to it in a way that gives you the power over the situation, not the other way around. Because if you react, the situation has the power over you. Mm-hmm. And therein lies the problem. That's a fixed mindset. That's a scarcity mindset. And you are not getting anywhere closer to what a growth mindset looks like.
1: Right. And all I know that I, I'm, I'm sure I could probably speak for a lot of people tuning in, that we want more for ourselves. We want abundance. We want more love. We want more joy. We want to feel happier. And the beautiful thing is like you are the you're the driver of your ship. And sometimes we don't realize that because we don't pay attention to our day-to-day circumstances or experiences. We literally allow autopilot to kick in. And we just go about our day. And then five years go by or years go by. Or I love when it's December 31st and it's like, all right, January 1. We're going to be happier this year. And And
0: nothing nothing changes changes. if nothing changes, right? right? And one statistic that literally – I will never forget hearing it. I'll never forget making changes in my life based on it is 95% of our day is spent on autopilot because it's the most efficient way to act as humans. And we're not much different from the cavemen's that we, cavemen's caveman brothers that we evolved from.
1: <laughs> cavemen <laughs> and women. Ca- and
0: yeah. Cavemen women that we evolved from and they needed to stay safe or they were going to get eaten by a saber-toothed tiger, right? So of our day is spent on autopilot. That means 5% of our day are independent decisions. And that shook me to my core because I was like, oh my God, right. I get up out of bed the same way. I, I take the same actions on my way to the bathroom. I brush my teeth the same way. I, you know, there's doot, 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 doot. Everything is in a certain order. And I kid you not, I do things so different now. I'll take a different way home every day. I try to brush my teeth with my left hand. I dance to the fridge to open it. Like There's so many different things in order for my brain to fire different synapses to like Mm -hmm. explore the world in a different way that I do to avoid being in that 95%. Now, am am I increasing it by a ton? I don't know. But I also don't want to be in that number to look at five years down the road and be like, oh my God, where did the last five years go? Mm-hmm. and not know. I want to know.
1: Right. So let's let's use you. I, I love that you shared your story around you being in your mid-20s, going to your personal growth and development conference for the first time, and it was like this awakening. You left being like, okay, I now have this knowing. And I just want to – if people are aware of these words, the term growth versus fixed mindset – that's cool. That's the first part It's just knowing and understanding what the growth mindset means. But I want to really transition this conversation to parents because, well, first and foremost, parents, A, you need to be the leader of your pack. So this conversation is poignant because you need to be practicing Being the example of what a growth mindset looks like. And me also being a mom, I understand how challenging it is because your kids are totally different people than you. So, how do we support our kids in also developing a growth mindset when you are also practicing it, but there might be a little bit of a challenge? I mean, first
0: off, you pointed out your kids are different than you, so you can't have the expectation that they're going to react or respond the same way that you're going to. But you have to be the example. You have to show them the way before they're going to know how to transverse that path on their own, right? If all they know, and this this is all I knew, I mean, I love my mom. I have a relationship with my dad and I have love for him, um, but the way I grew up was they were on total opposite ends of the spectrum. My dad was very growth mindset in his own way, though it was shisty. I will call that out, which is why we don't have a relationship today. And honestly, I have a lot of his qualities and characteristics, but I saw how he used them for evil and for bad, and I want to use them for good. So I have a really good meter in terms of when I'm dipping into like negative dad versus positive dad. Uh My mom on the other end was very fixed, very, very fixed mindset. And she still is to this day. And that's to no fault of her own. It's her parents that made her that way it's mm-hmm. it's the environment that she grew up in that made her that way so you have to be very aware of what you're saying how many times do you say no right mm-hmm. like why don't you instead of saying no right off the bat why don't you entertain what they're saying or come up with a different mm-hmm. suggestion or solution because if you continue to say no to them and i get it if they want to go ice polar plunging at midnight. Like, no, that's not going to happen. However, how do we reframe that? So they're not always hearing no. So they expect to hear no the rest of their life. And they work from a no mentality. We need to work from this will work out for me mentalities. Mm -hmm. And it's in childhood that they learn that. But they learn it from you. So you need to be very aware of where – how you're showing up, the words that are coming out of your mouth. Like Jill said, your words create your reality and they create your kids' reality too. So just being mindful of you and if you have a a, a growth mindset versus a fixed mindset, because you will pass that along. Mm-hmm. And from my experience, it's taken me thousands of dollars years upon years upon years, lots of energy and lots of tears to break through the pre-existing programming that existed in my person
1: based on how I was raised. Right. That's so good. And as you were talking, what was coming up for me was managing expectations. Mm. It's remembering that you too, as you were a child and You probably were curious. You were in discovery. You were figuring out your identity. You wanted to be a ballerina or
0: an astronaut. What happened to that person? Right. Now you're a tax professional.
1: (laughs) Very poignant, April. Good timing. (laughs) But all of that to say, because I, you know, my kids come home and they say things, and I I am. I, I really am mindful of how was I raised how can I question everything? How can I make sure that I'm not projecting onto them? Because I want them to figure out life for themselves with me being the bumpers. I'm the guardrails. But I have to be careful because sometimes I want to jump in and, like I said, project my opinion when I don't want to totally crash and burn their dream their dream or the idea that they had because mom said so. Right. Because your kids look at you like you're heroes and you are to them. That's a really,
0: really valiant position to hold. And it comes with a lot of pressure. So sorry about that. Um, But it's funny because obviously we have a business that we post on social media and as our accounts have grown, we get more comments from people around some of the things that we talk about in our posts and our, our videos. And somebody the other day, we were talking about um, like punishing your child, right? Your your child is not the decision that they made. They are not the mistake. They are not the bad choice. And that can be difficult, a, a difficult delineation for a lot mm-hmm. of people because it can be very easy to be like, I'm so disappointed in you because of this mistake. And they walk away now feeling like they're a mistake. Right, right. And somebody commented, quote unquote, we know this. And it's like we Do we? we don't actually know yeah, this. We we're don't. we're a society walking around with open wounds, impacting other people on a daily basis based on what we didn't heal, fix, look right. at, examine in our childhood. Absolutely. Our childhood wounds, the things that we lacked are the things that you know we we put in our backpack we like to call them bricks in our backpack we carry those through our adult years and they come out in relationships with people and i'm sorry but we're not a very healthy country right now we're not a very healthy world there are beautiful pieces of positivity to look at and um, amazing incredible things going on but what we're seeing right now is a world that's divided based on those wounds, those unhealed wounds. So no, we don't know this. And it's such a beautiful reminder to be able to speak this into existence day in and day out For the one parent who might hear it today and be like, oh, my God, I am the dream squasher. Mm -hmm. I do say no all the time. Mm -hmm. I do have a fixed mindset. How do I now turn? How do I turn from what I'm doing and practice having a growth mindset so my kids understand what that
1: looks like? Oh, that's it. That's the challenge for all of you tuning in is just, again, you taking inventory. Taking inventory of how you speak to yourself, how you speak to others, and that is going to change the trajectory of your future as well as the people who you're guiding, your children. And we know that we are hand in hand with you on this journey. So- That means that if you would like a little love and support, if you're
0: local to the Phoenix and Scottsdale area, we have a growth mindset workshop next weekend. It's Saturday, the 29th. It's in Scottsdale. If you go to our website and or our Instagram, you can find all the details. Um, We want to partner with you in this subject matter in terms of helping your daughters really flex the muscle that is growth mindset, right? Because it can be very easy to... I remember being a kid. Things happened on the playground and it always happened to me. Things happened in friendship groups and it always happened to me. How do we help your daughters now flip that mindset? And it's by being in conversations and doing work around the concept. So if you're interested, click the link in our bio on Instagram, head to our website and check out to see if the details work for you. We would love to have her.
1: And you all, we hope you have a fantastic rest of your day. Thanks for lessening, (laughs) being lessonators with us. And we are so excited to chat with you again on the next episode. Bye. We say this every time, but wow, what a powerful episode. These conversations always leave us feeling so fired up and inspired. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in with us.
0: If you felt as inspired by listening to this conversation as we did having it, we would be ecstatic if you'd advocate for us in one of the following ways. By sharing this episode with a friend or tagging us on your social media, by heading over to iTunes and leaving us a rating and an honest review, or by following us on social media.
1: This community is full of movers and shakers. We've linked our Instagram account as well as our exclusive community on Geneva for girls and parents in the show notes. This is a place where we exchange ideas, pose questions, and provide support to each other.
0: Until next time, you guys, remember, being able to shift our WTF moments and finding the lesson instead saves us time and mental energy.
1: And this bomb-ass episode was sponsored by Girls Mentorship.